0: Breakfast puppies?
1: This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to The Glitter Boys.
0: Oh, yes going around trying to do my 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 holiday shopping and i'm like i'm gonna get some of the things i love I'm gonna visit some of my friendly local game stores you know they've they've been friendly to us in the past and uh you know see what's out there and so i wander into guardian games and i'm like wow that's an awful lot of game tables wow they moved everything again all right well cool i guess i'll ask one of these kids where the uh where the rpgs are because looking around well i see that the corner of warhammer because that's a whole corner. And, you know, that's as it should be. And then I see a lot of board games here. Where's the RPGs? Is this a game store? Where's the RPGs? Huddled in the center, surrounded by great monolith-like towers of Settlers of Catan, Ugh. Warhammer, and, and the, the, the terrifying edifice that is Magic the Gathering, huddles the last... Three tiny little, like, uh, like half-sized shelves of RPGs in Guardian games. One of those shelves is Dungeons & Dragons 5.0. Yep. Half of the other shelf is... Pathfinder. Uh, Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. The other side of that is Star-, is Star Wars. And the other side of that is 500 versions of of kids on bikes (laughs) or anime big Eye, like really, really, really niche stuff. There is no battle tech. There was, there was no palladium books. There was no, there was one copy of the core new edition of shadow run. And that's it. I went over to look for the miniatures, maybe because battle tech is a, is a miniature thing. I was like, Oh, okay. I guess it's just magic. The gathering and and D and D here. Fine. I go to Red Castle up the road near my house. Same exact thing down to the cafe inside to keep your gamers well fed, which you know is nice. But you know we order pizzas, so <laughs> I, I didn't understand that. But so I went to a Portland game store. Exactly the same. I went to all of them. We are we are seeing the great the great dumbing down of our hobby uh, th- this this almost feels slightly intentional have you experienced anything like this
1: i haven't been into guardian games in over a year over a year yeah and i the last time that i was there the way i remember it being set up as you walked in and okay dear listener if you are not familiar with guardian games it is a huge, huge place. It is one of the largest game stores on the West Coast. Yeah. And it's here in Portland, Oregon. They have a an enormous space. Anyway, you walk in through the, I think, quadruple doors, and there are laid out just a few steps in front of you, several tables with the current deals or the current things that rotate that mm-hmm. they promote. And then from my memory, behind that were... Six. That's all gone. Full shelves. Uh, no, well, again, about chest height shelves that were lined for front and back in two rows of three with RPG stuff. Now, back in that time over a year ago, they had a lot of Palladium stuff mm-hmm. and they had a lot of other stuff. I remember they had a lot of uh, the Warhammer Fourth Edition stuff and they had a lot of the Shadowrun stuff and. It seems like they have downsized because, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, this vast display that I am describing is a pitiful, is a minuscule pittance compared to what they had in the old days, which was like (laughs) half again as tall as a man. Shelves multiple aisles long, just
0: yeah, you need you needed a step stool to get to the top of these shelves, just packed Mm -hmm. full of. Every role-playing Everything. game you could imagine. It some was glorious. Really obscure
1: stuff. Some old, weird stuff. Box sets of this. Box sets of that. Games that you've never heard of. Used games on consignment. Yeah. yeah. And they they cleared all of that out. They have new owners now. They, Yeah. And, so the previous owner sold it. And uh, there's another game store here. Rainy Day Games. Yep. Was also sold to the same people. So now the two biggest stores... In their respective areas are uh owned by the same company,
0: and I, everyone else is kind of following the suit.
1: Magic sells that's what they all make their money off of like I remember yeah. the previous owner of Guardian uh, we we had several drunken adventures <laughs> anyway, I remember <laughs> they were telling me about why no I had asked like, you have all of these games here. Why don't we get like more exposure to them? And they were like, they don't really sell.
0: And there's, there's the crux yeah. right there.
1: People come in for magic and we can have a magic night and magic gets, you know, thousands of dollars an evening and we can have another tea, tea, whatever we can have that addition that I don't want to talk about. And that will bring lots of people <laughs> in, but you do something like a seventh C night and it's crickets. Yeah. Shadowrun, you might get
0: a table. Yeah. Here is me walking back on everything. I just, you know, the disappointment in my <laughs> voice. Your friendly local gaming store has never been about making money. Like, that's why they, they change hands. That's why they have, like, maybe a 10-year lifespan before they go under and start just selling them on eBay. That little place run by that guy you knew who was pretty cool. It, that doesn't have a lifespan that doesn't live very long and to lust after it nostalgically we'll all do it but it's not it's it's just not survivable it's not so here's the problem how do we get the games we want back into the places we want well well we we buy them there or we just accept that they're not going there and we buy from the place but The problem is, is that that has such a limited lifetime because that is the hub. It's where people find the new game. I mean, I don't think it is anymore. I think, I think it,
1: it was a long time ago. I remember my really shitty friend, my, my ULGS unfriendly local game store in my hometown of Mobile, Alabama was, uh, You know, all the books smelled like cigarettes and the owner clearly didn't want you there, but it was still the hub. That was where I would go in and find, you know, random things because the owner had interesting gaming tastes. I'll give him that, even though he was a chain smoker. And that's gross.
0: (laughs) I think that in order to find we're still a physical primate, you have to see the cover. The cover has to grab you. You pick it up and then you go searching the thing is, is that when someone says role-playing game, 10 pages of 5th edition pop up. I went to each of these websites. They're pulled up right now for Red Castle, for Guardians, and for the Portland Game Store. On the Google, on each of them, on the Google result, role-playing games doesn't even appear. You see Magic the Gathering, Star Wars, D&D, and in some of them, Pathfinder, which is, as yeah. we all know, is a D&D 3.5 clone.
1: Oh, okay. I'll tell you what. I'm going to tell a bitch story here. <laughs> I might cut Let's this Let's get later. your bitch story. I might not. And it's about that second place you mentioned, Red Castle. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, I was doing some playtests for one of the games that I was running that what I, would, I would eventually publish. And that game is called Moto Bushido. I was doing playtests for that, and I had a weekly reservation at Red Castle. It was like a a Sunday afternoon reservation for one of their rooms. And we show up there one day and there's people in there in the room. And we're like, okay, cool. Well, we were a few minutes early. We'll wait for them to finish. And then they didn't. And I finally went and talked to the ladies. Like, why? What happened? They're like, oh, yeah, we gave your reservation away to the Pathfinder Society because they pay more money. They buy more books here. So sorry. We we gave it to them. I was like, I put money down on this. Then they refunded me with money. So whatever. But they just didn't tell me. They didn't call me. Didn't email me. They just gave it away. And that was my second bad experience with them. And that was the Mm -hmm. experience that made me swear off of them forever. But my first one ties back into things that we're talking about right now. I go to the store. I look around on the shelves. I find a book that I've been looking for. It was I don't even remember what a book. It was a Warhammer fucking something. I don't know. It was the RPG, third edition. It was Mm. in the third edition of Warhammer era. So I found this book. I remember exactly what it was. It was the Warhammer Creature Guide hardback. So I went and got it and brought it up to the table, to the front desk. And uh, there was this one person behind it, and he was... Not paying any attention to me whatsoever. Just a few feet away. He was just leaning over the counter. Talking to his buddy about magic. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, can I, can I buy this? He's like, excuse me, I'm having a conversation here. The fuck? <laughs> so I just threw it across. Walked mm-hmm. out the store. But i I still came back again because Guardian didn't have rentable rooms at the time. And we wanted to right. play somewhere that wasn't my house. And fuck that place. I'm sorry, Red Castle. You know, <laughs> oh man,
0: I didn't really want to go super negative here, but ugh. You know what's what's interesting yeah. is, I like I'm on their website right now. Their whole gig, Red Castle, is inclusive. Like they they have people non-binary working there. They try and be inclusive, but Guardian is doing the same thing. Everyone is 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 mouthing how diverse they are, but isn't that interesting that? While they're doing that with their employees, their product has become so monolithic, so monoculture. And I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to make a false equivalency. One is absolutely not created to the other. One is laudable and one is annoying, but I don't like that. They're trying to promote their culture without the products. Like it's, it's supposed to be. You, you are supposed to have options. There is a, a very Terry Pratchett version of a bookstore that lives in my head with <laughs> windy areas and forgotten areas where no one's been here. Look at this book. What is this? And maybe it doesn't sell, but it is, it is part of an old term, which I think we, as a culture, have lost. Things we do for the gaiety of nations that just make things better. <laughs> And it's all become about the bottom line. And I get it, man. We are coming out of a goddamn pandemic. You have to make money to stay open. I understand that. But at the same time, you threw away the big shelves with stuff on it. That stuff went somewhere. where to go?
1: I think they had like a fire sale or they gave a lot of it away. Donations.
0: Yeah, it's just crazy.
1: So you mentioned about you have to have a place or something. Like that, I remember the exact words that you just said. Because I oh, was just that, like, that, that, uh-huh, that we, uh-huh. we're,
0: we're, "We're touch and see people, you know. That you yeah. have to like, you have to see the thing to get inspired to go find it in an online area, you know."
1: Let's let's get things down to, as the old folks call them, brass tacks. We've got gaming, which is role playing games, RPGs, storytelling games, which are themselves a social endeavor. However, it is a social endeavor largely undertaken and championed by antisocial people or people who are extremely socially awkward. That's at least how it was when we were young and growing up. Not anymore, yeah. But it yeah. is not anymore, but hold on, we'll get to that. Okay. The tradition, the classical view of it is a lot of antisocial or socially awkward people wanting to engage in a social experiment or activity of storytelling of a shared hallucination well now we have much more technology than you and i had access to when we were in our budding young gamer age we have the internet we have roll 20 we have reddit we have all of these online places where these Basement dwelling, and I say that with the term of infection because I'm in a basement right now. As <laughs> am I <laughs> and 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 for a long time I have lived in many basements. So I I too am a basement dweller. Just say so you no. Know. We have these basement dwelling, socially awkward people who would like to game right now or talk about talk with gamers right now. They don't want to have to get up in a car or take public transportation across town mm-hmm. to a store that they don't even know has what they want but they can get it tomorrow on Amazon or they can talk about it right now on Reddit with people that they don't even have to show their face to they don't have to yeah. put on pants please put on pants the internet has changed it drastically some ways for the better some ways for the worst i think that i i applaud the game stores that still exist that still even bother to have games on their shelf that are not made by watsy or paizo Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because at least they're doing that much and they don't even have to that doesn't make them any money but they still exist and it's still there and i thank them for that i just wish it was more I want the old days back. God damn it. I just
0: I just want to say something. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not wearing pants right now, I want you to stand as proud as an old Captain Morgan's commercial. I want you to stand up right now. Please don't post a picture or tag us in it. Just, just do it. And just let that fly for a moment. You were Carry thinking
1: on. Captain Morgan's. I was thinking the old Old Spice commercials.
0: <laughs> I want a horse with no um, pants. <laughs> so... I want to see our stuff back in there though. I, I see you and I as like, you know, some of the people who are very passionate about Palladium and not only that, but like a lot of the, the old school games that, that are still, that are still being played right now. There are still people playing them. And so here's, here's what I want. And here's what I, what I would ask of, of people listening to us. Next time you're in your friendly local gaming store, just ask. Just ask if they have it. Because here's the thing that really bothered me, uh, NPC, is when I went into Guardian Games, the biggest hub of it in the Portland metro area in the great state of Oregon, which is, you know, I suppose like one fourth of the the West Coast of the United States of America. California gets two because it's long. Yeah. (laughs) I went in and I asked, I said, hey, so where's, where's, sorry, I don't know if that came through where's the palladium books? Where's, uh, where's riffs. And the kid looked at me blankly palladium books. Is that a trading card game? And I said, uh, no, no, it's not. In fact, it's, uh, and you know, I, I went through what it was and, um, I said, you know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's magic and dragons and big mecha suits and you know, it's post-apocalyptic. And she said, so is it like star Wars? And I said, no, 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 it is not like Star Wars.
1: I mean, Phase World kind of is.
0: I mean, yeah, to be fair.
1: <laughs> to uh, be listen fair. to our last episode.
0: Um, but, and, and I was like, no, it's not. And she asked the person that was in charge of her little section of the store, because it is a big store. And they hadn't heard of it earlier. It was there a year ago. Yeah. It is so far removed. This fantastic system is so far removed from what the kids are into right now. And I, that's that's where I I feel like we need to work. You and I personally need to work harder to bring them around to something that is so much better than fucking D and D fifth edition. Wait, next year it'll be sixth edition. You get to buy all the books again. Fuck that noise!
1: No, it, it's one D and D or whatever. They're I don't know. I'm. Oh, are they? Are they moving? No, it's they just. It's been called one D and D O N E one D and D. Mm -hmm. That's what the new edition has been called I mean it's probably changed since I kept up with it But that's what it was when they started testing it And
0: fuck Well the Xbox One was also supposed to be a 20 year system So I'll believe it when I see it Because they're going to have to sell Driz to us again in 10 years So Fuck man I'm Sick of it And you
1: should be We should all be sick of this Here's the thing The problem That I see is Well okay no This isn't a problem. This is just the way things are. Whether it's a problem depends upon are we old and in wheelchairs and wearing diapers right now. And that is gamers... Don't kink shame me, dude. I'm so sorry. Gamers (laughs) often today don't learn about games from the game store. Because they only go to the game store to play Magic. They learn about games from Reddit. They learn about games from YouTube. From watching streamers play the games, from Will Wheaton and his channel putting a lot of games out there. There's a lot of good games that didn't have people playing them that got exposure because somebody famous played it and talked about it. Matt Mercer, Critical Role, and all of them, they are in some ways largely responsible for the popularity of D&D 5e. However, you've got podcasts like uh, The Adventure Zone. Those fellas started with D&D 5e, but then they shifted to other games. And because they picked up other games, those games have started getting popularity and discussion. So I think that by putting the names of games that you like out there and showcasing them and bringing positive attention to them, we can get new players. We've had new players start with Palladium Because they listen to our show.
0: I know. And I love seeing those. Like, that makes me happy. But, like, it just, it really shocked me because this year in Portland, I can't find a, a copy of a Palladium book. They are all happy to order it for me, which I'm giving serious consideration to having them do. Have you checked Powell's? Yes, I have. They do have their used there. But I mean, that's that. That's a bookstore, not a friendly local. If it doesn't have Mountain Dew somewhere in the store, or a table that I can game at, it's not a friendly local gaming store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <sighs> and Powell's is great for that. You're right. But
1: D and D has organized play. They have the Adventures League that brings people into locations because there's an organized structure to it. There's an expected flow, and yep. you know people who join into it generally know what they're going to get out of it. And it's, it's a big draw. You go to conventions now and there's like an adventurers league area.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, uh, Palladium has game ambassadors as well, but I, I don't think I've ever seen one.
1: I don't either.
0: Isn't Buckley one. Buckley, I think is one. He's in the Dalles. He lives in the Dalles. Yeah. I just, here's the thing. I don't, I don't want to see this become an old person game it doesn't need to be it is so much better
1: i think it's not going to okay and i'm saying this i'm 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 trying to remove the rose-colored glasses and put on the mm-hmm. shroud of reality and i believe people like sean who we had on mm-hmm. our interview a couple episodes ago I believe that with their attitude and their inspiration and their ideas, that they can bring some level of glory and attention back to the original system. I think the future's hesitantly bright for Play. Okay, now Savage Rifts has brought
0: new people as well. There's no Savage Worlds in any of those stores either. I know. That's right? the play- I mean that was there's no fate. There's none of the hotness. Yeah.
1: There used to be so much Savage Worlds at Guardian Games. The hear that it's all gone is sad. Yeah.
0: Th- there's nothing there.
1: <laughs> Here's something I do want to call out. I'm sorry, this is going back into the negative. Some Savage Rifts players should be ashamed of themselves for the <laughs> negative shade that you are throwing at Palladium. I get wait, what? Oh God.
0: It's okay. I don't pay attention to this shit. Tell me.
1: The Kickstarter, I was doing my damn, my hardest to hold back and just not be like, this isn't my fight. I'm just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm going to let Sean take care of it. <laughs> this
0: is my fight. But like, no, there, if the, people are being trolly, hit them, hit them back. There were trolls
1: pledging a buck to the Kickstarter for Titan. Just so they could tell everybody how great the Savage World system was and how shitty the palladium system was. And like that that is a terrible mentality. Like what the actual crap. Yeah. It doesn't take away one, doesn't take away from the other. So if you are one of those people, you should feel ashamed for yourself. Because there's no reason to go into someone else's space like that and be like, you know that thing you
0: like? Yeah, it sucks. Because <laughs> that's all you really did. And it was yeah, just... And, I mean, if you're going to do that, pay 50. Be a fucking man about it. You know? <laughs> it,
1: it lacked grace and character. Yeah. And you're a bad man, and you're also a friend of a bad man. That's, yeah. that's what Xander tells me on the other podcast a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is a person of low breeding and terrible personal hygiene. I do not like them at all. I say.
1: So I'm gonna I'm gonna step down from that. But you know, it's just I I just can't get behind that. That yeah. It, it's like it's like when you post about something on your Facebook or your Twitter or something, and then some fucking troll just comes along. Whoa, that shit sucks. Well, like, actually, well, actually, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I <yeah>. don't care. <laughs> Why you gotta rain on my parade? It's well you gotta shit on my couch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's eight billion people on the planet. If you're one of the, the people who do that kind of thing, you're not helping the cause, you know. Yep. Um yeah, I, I don't like that kind of thing. And um I want to steer it back around though, because I really do want to solve this. I want I want to see something on the shelves. And I I, I think Palladium should do something like some sort of outreach on this unless they're doing fine. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm being silly. Like maybe, you know, I know it's a smaller company than we all see in our heads, but I mean, if they, if they're able to keep churning out books this way and you know, there's enough people buying it, maybe this is mountains out of molehills. You know, maybe it's cool to have the secret knowledge of palladium.
1: They still exist. There are still employees. Books still get made it's i wouldn't even say that they're on a thin lifeline they're not on it life doesn't seem yet. like it they're, yeah they're just they need an influx of positivity and and there have been yeah. some down points that we i think as uh, gaming culture should kind of move past and look to the future and be positive
0: yeah i mean has has anyone eaten at jack in the box recently yeah, yeah. People died. Remember, there was an E. coli thing. They were the devil for a while. Just you know, get over it. <laughs> Things happen. <laughs> you
1: know? Kids, kids got brain amoebas from Disney World, but people still go yeah. there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, com- compared comparatively. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's look at this. And, and that's not that's not even like that's, that's such a, a bullshit argument. You know, that's I, I realized yeah. the, the logical fallacy I just gave. But the but point is funny. is that we, we we do have the we do have such this huge catalog of such an amazing game and I want to see it back in my friendly local gaming store. So I, w- I would encourage folks to not only buy directly from uh Palladium this, the, this uh, holiday season, which you might still be able to do. I'm not sure how far this is going out.
1: But, well, um, historically the grab bags have been offered throughout the entire month of December, And I believe in past years, he has carried it forward into the first week of January. That can't be relied upon. This episode should launch right about mid-December. So you should still have time to order it. However, you will be past the point where you can order it and it be guaranteed to arrive before Christmas, if that's your thing. Personally, I don't care. I'm going to yeah. order it and it will arrive when it arrives. Like everything else that I order from the internet.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm being very negative here, but it was, it was just kind of a, a culture shock moment. I kind of feel like the old man in the 1920s going, I'll never trust this new fangled internal combustion engine. Give me a good old fashioned buggy every day. <laughs> but I just, I, I've seen, I've seen this happen in a lot of adjacent spaces. I've seen Nabisco buy up everything that isn't a cookie and, you know, I, I've seen this, this, this corporate glomming on to everything and replacement of their own product as the only source for this thing. Nestle, Nabisco, all one company. You get your water, you get your candy, you get your baking soda. It's, it's all one thing. D&D, all one thing. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is the, the prepackaged and they will sell it to you over and over and over again. With more constipated people doing more constipated leaps. And I just, I hate to see this being treated as the norm. Because not to be, go on an old man rant about Halcyon days where we had all these options. But it wasn't so long ago. It was one year ago where we had options. Yeah. And now you can play Warhammer, Star Wars, Pathfinder, d yeah, that's that's your tabletop role playing games. They, there will be a couple others hidden away. There is one that looks very interesting to me called uh, it looks like uh, is a post apocalyptic Mork and Gork looking thing, Mor- Mork Borg RPG. Oh, the book of misery that looks fun to me. Well, uh, okay, but that's that's like it, that's all <laughs> they have, and I, I just don't get it, and I don't think we should tolerate it. Like, ask, ask for the games.
1: Yeah, do it. Next time you go to Guardian, be like, hey, where's the Palladium stuff? Yeah, I want to get that, uh, I want to order Beyond the Supernatural Creature feature, just released by Kevin Sambita at Palladium Books. I want to order Savage Rifts. Get some fucking Savage Worlds back on the shelves. I want to get Palladium Fantasy. Can you order me one of those special hardback editions that they got coming out? I know they're out there. Can you order one for me? You might end up paying a little bit more for it, but if you can afford it, you want to make a statement make that statement
0: yeah i i I highly agree that 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 is definitely the path to go um if you know an owner of a friendly local bookstore uh you you may want to encourage them to keep a section you can have your magic the gathering A, a shelf of books does not take up a lot they're trying to make them into apple stores where it's all lean and flow and there's feng shui no this is a bookstore It's supposed to be crammed in as many as you can fit, as high as you can reach, and then a little higher.
1: And at least one cat.
0: And at least one cat. (laughs) And that's me done on the lawn yelling at the clouds.
1: Well, Matthew, like me, we're Gen Xers. We're grumpy at the world. (laughs) And I don't think we're going to get any less grumpy. That's why we should spend more time playing the games that we love and finding those moments of joy with the people we love.
0: Yeah, agreed. Yep. Also, there seems to be a lot more people. So, I mean, that's, that's going to be a thing.
1: hmm Yeah. All
0: right. Well, thanks for listening to my un- unhinged ranting. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Don't forget, go out and buy Palladium books. <laughs> <laughs> that was the shittiest commercial I've ever done in my life. <laughs> like, if there was an infomercial, <laughs> they'd be so mad at me right now. Somewhere there's a low-level film school director just crying into his hands over <laughs> the way I presented all that. Uh- it's, it's two positives and one negative, Matthew. Two positives, one negative.
1: <laughs> All right, folks. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>
0: Bye. Starships, magic, mystic martial arts, romance. All of these can be found in A Cloak of Blades by Isaac Sher. You might have heard my name before. I've done a lot of voiceover work for Breakfast Puppies. And I've recently released my first novel. It's available on Amazon as an ebook and paperback, and you can get it for free if you have a Kindle Unlimited subscription. I do hope you'll support my work as you're supporting Breakfast Puppies, and it's been a pleasure talking with you today. Have a good one.
1: This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero license. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. I was in the bathroom a minute ago, and I saw one of the remnants of the gear that we used for Thanksgiving. And it got me thinking, In a roundabout way, I have a great name for a shitty spaceship.
0: Okay. The Turkey Bucket. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose it's better than the Turkey Baster. (laughs)